Fit for Life Radio, episode number 118. Here we are in the middle of February, post-Super Bowl. 58 degrees, currently. (laughs) (laughs) What's the uh, wind? Mm. The wind chill? Mile per hour. Oh, it is. In in direction. Five miles per hour northwest. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. Whole thing. What was your favorite commercial? Oh, I didn't know you were going to ask me that. Mm. Um, damn, I don't know if I remember any commercials. Yeah. Any that stood out? I don't think I, I feel did. like they used to, but now with the internet and how much we see, like nothing like impresses me as much yeah. anymore because I'm so desensitized. All the memes, they like they bring your I don't know. Yeah, your, your enjoyment of things <laughs> like that down. They really do. Every, every day is like 40,000 commercials. Yeah, I just see them all day every day and then I see on TV and I'm like Meh. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. It was a good game, though. It was it was the game I was hoping for overall. Um, like, either guy. I was like, uh, who, whoever wins, I'm cool. But I'm glad Stafford got it because he yeah, got the crap beat out of him for, what, like 10, 11 years in Detroit. So I feel like he deserves something something good. Now he can retire. Just, just be done, man. Mm. That dude's been beat up for forever. What'd you eat? Wings. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I did wings, just some hot wings in the air fryer. And then that was at the beginning. And I was like, man, I'm kind of still hungry. So then I made a New York strip. <laughs> and I had that at like, like 8 o'clock. It was like 6 o'clock for the wings, 8 o'clock for the New York strip. And that was pretty much all I had. Mm. It was good. It, it was a good decision. We, uh, Alexis, so this will be a little lesson for everyone, too. Shows the food marketing. We still haven't done our episode on food marketing nah, we should do it <laughs> that'll be a diabolical one so she you know is type one diabetic so she when she watches she does well with low carbs and she wanted this co- pizza right super bowl so she's like i'm gonna get a cauliflower crust pizza and i think we were both thinking like you just think oh cauliflower crust and yeah so it's gonna be low carb it's cauliflower right it's a vegetable and you went to Whole Foods, you know, got some $8 cauliflower crust pizza <laughs> and went, you know, to cook it. And we also got the other stuff. So she knew she was going to have that. And I was having, um, I was like making burgers and I had ice cream and some other stuff. I don't know, whatever. And then she's looking at the box and it's like 90 grams of carbs. And then I look at the ingredients. What was the first ingredient? The first ingredient was flour, and then in parentheses, it says cauliflower flour and whole wheat flour. <laughs> whole, yeah, like wheat flour and rice flour, and it's basically just a regular pizza. And they just put cauliflower into it. With a dusting of cauliflower. Of Dude, yes. Down of cauliflower. And I was like, this is the biggest joke in all It is, all but the, the marketing, man, mm-hmm. it like you were like, oh, okay, this is fine. It's mostly cauliflower. We got a cauliflower crust once just because we were curious, mm-hmm. like, how how is this? It was so greasy. It was real weird. Yeah. Like, that crust itself felt like there was just you get, was a it, lot of fat in it. Was it, like, the whole pizza? You got, like, the frozen cauliflower crust pizza? No, or just we got the just the crust, okay. and it was just strangely greasy, and it yeah. kind of was, there? was off-putting. You, there may, maybe there was. Yeah, there was. I mean, um, but it was just, yeah. So then she was like, you know, I'm not going to eat, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to eat it. And she doesn't do insulin so it's not like she can balance it out but so she just likes to manage it by not having the insulin mm-hmm. spikes so i got to eat the whole pizza <laughs> yeah. what does she eat 
I think she ended up having uh, some regular, so we made gr- I made her ground beef, and she has these like wraps, low carb wraps, and so like tacos. And there you go. I th- we had some keto ice cream or something, but yeah, uh, the pizza was I mean it was pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, because but still, because it was regular crust. Thing. It was a frozen. Pi- it was good. It was good for frozen pizza. Yeah. The reality is, it was a seven dollar, you know, cauliflower crust that was just as good as like a three dollar regular, and same macronutrients, right? And same ingredients minus cauliflower, yeah. probably. You know, have you have you guys done the uh, the pizza with the chicken crust, where you like pound out ground chicken I've or um, chicken breast? Um, I haven't done it with chicken. I've done it with ground beef. Yeah, the pizza. I've seen people do that. Yeah, I mean, I would eat that. So you do, but then you, it's a uh, you. <laughs> We always end up sick to our stomachs because we eat because you you're like I'm eating ha- this entire pizza yeah. because that's how your brain works and then you realize that and it, you just ate like four pounds <laughs> of meat <laughs> and you're like my stomach hurts clogged up <laughs> or I'm like really full yeah I get um, that yeah so that's a, that that that'll be another episode we need to do deceptive food <laughs> marketing practice today we want to talk about why this is a common thing that we see over the years decades now absolutely and it's and it plays well off of our last episode on priorities which is why do we drop self-care as oftentimes is the first thing to go as our maybe priorities have to shift or other stuff or we get super stressed mm-hmm. you know whether it's you have a huge deadline at work so, or it's a peak season at work maybe um, life stressors get in the way you know kids school family and a lot of times we often default to let me cut anything I do for myself yeah. first right so our workouts our attention to our eating and nutrition habits they just yeah we, we we cancel them out yeah when in reality you know for for most people you know, those habits are great for our mental health um you know for managing our stress and you know, just keeping mm-hmm. us feeling good so when you take that away during a stressful time and i'm not saying mm-hmm. you need to keep it the same as it always is yeah. but i think it can be a detriment that we don't realize yeah I th- and i think it's realizing that Typically, when we get stressed or we have these other priorities in life, it's because we have to be at our best for these things or Mm -hmm. we have to give these attention to these other things. And the reality is you want to give those things your best self. And as humans, as people, we need a physical outlet. We need to exercise. It's important for our immune system, for being our best. It is literally a piece of that puzzle so by cutting that out, you're actually making a higher risk. Now, what if that a higher risk that you're going to be at your worst now for these other responsibilities mm-hmm. that are prioritizing? And the reality is, and we talk about this all the time, maybe uh, we'll f- note uh, some of the previous episodes, specific episodes, but about how you want to dial back always, you know, don't go from, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm normally working out. I'm go to the gym three or four days a week. Oh, these other things are taking precedent. I just got, I got to put all that on hold. Right. And you go to zero. Yeah. But the reality is if you dial back to say two days a week, 45 minutes each, that's 90 minutes of your week. You're still going to get 90 to 95% of the benefits that you were, even when you were training and eating, you know, more time dedicated to it but Mm -hmm. again 
by just dialing back, you still are going to get the massive benefits. But then if you you cut out those last 90 minutes a week and go to zero. You get no benefits. You go from, from 95% of the benefits to zero. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we talk about a dimmer switch all the time on a myriad of things. You know, your nutrition, your workouts, really anything, your work. And it's important to learn how to turn that down because if you turn it off for a period of time, chances are you're going to have a much harder time going back to those habits and your routine and whatnot. Whereas if you Mm -hmm. turn it down, you're still maintaining a base level, whether, you know, no matter how basic that is. And then you're able to turn it up because you still have your good foundation. And the real catch to it is, and yes, one of the problem with turning it off is yeah, you now aren't you start to lose out on some of the benefits of that, but also you're risking so much in that also your your habits and your mental state, right? Because if you then take a prolonged break, you yeah, you are gonna fall back on those things, and then mentally you may be oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be the same, and I, you know getting started is gonna be harder. Mm-hmm. And that, and you end up delaying and maybe starting that whole process over and losing that momentum that you, that you have, which that momentum can then shift in the exact opposite direction. And now you have momentum for not doing any of it, for feeling bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guilt associated with it. Mm-hmm. And generally, the longer we aren't doing something, the harder it is to start back up. Yeah. So, and it just comes back down to, when other things like priorities shift and again, go back and listen to the previous episode, um, do a time journal first. Hey, before you, maybe you're frustrated and overwhelmed and you just know that is something, yeah, that you can technically live without, but do a deep dive into your schedule, right? Oh, um, Hey, I need to free up time for school or, or, or spending time with others. Maybe that time is in your social media use or Mm -hmm. in watching TV and you can, you can cut those out before exercising, eating, uh, self-care yeah. things, things that serve you. Because we do, you know, we matter. And I think we talk about people with this very often is that, you know, when people are, you know, especially when people are in like a caretaker mindset or, um, you know, their parents or just have, you know, a lot on their plate, they tend to put themselves last where, you know, you need to be at your best for those people in your life and sometimes that feels selfish and that's okay like it's Mm -hmm. okay to you know quote unquote be selfish in this case because you need to be at your best so you can perform in all those other important areas yeah so i just i think it's a good reminder for people that it's not a bad thing to worry about yourself even if it does feel that way and there's little things we don't think of like how exercise helps our immune system and helps us prevent illness, Mm -hmm. right? So you're less likely to get sick, which means you're more likely to have more time to care for these, for these other things by just having a little bit of exercise that boosts your immune system, um, decreases inflammation, improves cardiovascular and metabolic health, enhances the response to vaccination. Um, all these things are benefits of, some exercise yeah i mean your mental sharpness things like that um which you know like affect all of your tasks your Mm -hmm. work 
everything. Um, you know, some people will notice like when they're not exercising, like they feel a little bit foggy when they're trying to perform yeah. things or they're at work and it, it helps us with that clarity. Like it's very good for your brain to do whatever type of physical activity that you do. Yeah. You know what I notice is in the par uh, parlay effect of exercise. When I'm exercising, I'm more likely to eat well and to sleep better. Yes. So now we're getting indirect, but that habit of exercise keeps me on track with my nutrition, which obviously also has its own immune and mm -hmm. health boosting benefits. And then that even doubles down into when I eat well and exercise, I sleep better. And then obviously we know the sleep is just affects everything. Good sleep. So you can, so that's where you start looking at it and you realize, man, even if those two days of staying, Hey, I normally go three or four, I'm just going to go two. Not only is it about that 90 minutes, but you realize that 90 minutes keeps you on top of your nutrition, keeps your sleep well. So again, overall self care, your self care universe stays solidly intact yeah. from 90 minutes a week of exercise, which is not a lot, right? How so these habits like sta stack on each other when the reality is then if you just, Hey, I'm, I'm going to cut out that 90 minutes and go to zero. We're probably, or I'll, I'll say me myself. I know I would have less incentive and motivation to eat well. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. And then if I'm not exercising, eating like crap, snacking at night, I'm not going to sleep well. Sleep's going to be garbage. And you're probably just not going to feel, yeah. overall, you're not going to feel as good. So now my mood's off. All that's off. There's everything, all my other responsibilities. I, I'm going to be a fraction of my best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for those things. And then you end up getting in a head funk where maybe now you're, you're not even excited to do those. Yeah. And it, it, I think it's just the cascading effect that we don't really think about, mm -hmm. you know, and if you want to put it in perspective in one week, there's 10,000 and 80 minutes. Yeah. And then subtract in, let's say seven hours for sleep. Mm-hmm. So seven, seven days, 49. Gotcha. So then that still leaves. 3,000. That still leaves seven days. Oh, that'd be 3,000 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. My math sucks. Of sleep. Yeah. And that still leaves us with what? 7,000 minutes? Yeah. And we're asking for 90. Round it up to two hours. Mm -hmm. And really, you could do 60. Two, yeah, two, two thirty minutes. Yeah, bro, you can do way more in thirty minutes than people think. Mm -hmm. You know, do your, you know, your base stuff, your your most effective things. Get out in thirty minutes, and you're good. Yep. And there's plenty of people that have done that through time or continue to do that. I mean, you can even look at some, you know, very strong and fit individuals that, you know, through their training history, have had to do that. Yep. And they do their important things. A couple, you know, maybe they do their squats and their mm -hmm. their pressing and uh, some rows and then get out. That's three exercises that you did basically all you need to do. Yeah. And the hard part for us is we see, you know, we've been working with people for years and years and years. And nine times out of 10, when people stop, they come back and they learned a lesson the hard way and they regret mm -hmm. it. 
and we try our best. I mean, you, I'm sure it's like having kids. Like yeah. you want them to not learn the hard way, but sometimes I don't yeah. know. That's what people have to do. Yep. And I think the roadblock to all this is people feel guilty for doing things for themselves, which is just a mindset you have to change. You have to embrace um, feeling selfish for doing things that that puts you at your best. Yeah. And it sounds, you know, might sound crazy to say that, but it really mm-hmm. does help sharpen everything for you. You know, it makes you prepared to take on whatever your day throws at you. Mm-hmm. So... Mm. don't let it slip away that's self-care look at and it's funny because we would never to other people people we love you know animals we love yeah you would never recommend they stop doing something that's good for them yeah and that makes them happy and feel good Mm -hmm. you would never like your best friends you know torn up you know and having a rough go with something and stressed out with other things you'd never be like girl you need to you need to stop working out yeah. What? Yeah. You know, it's like. So think about how you would treat somebody else, yeah. you know? And I think we often treat ourselves way worse than we would treat other yeah. people. That's like not advice we would give anyone. Yeah. Now we would sit down. You would maybe not if your friend's super stressed and they're like, I'm trying to train for the CrossFit Open and I'm working out seven days a week for three hours. You'd be like, hey, you need to scale back. Hey, maybe you, you scale that back. Yeah. You know? And that's good But advice. no one would be like, you need to stop completely. Yeah. Stop just not very good advice so you know just remember that how you what you would recommend to somebody else you should recommend to yourself Mm -hmm. because you clearly do care about other people and you need to care about yourself yeah could you imagine like you got a dog and you're like nah you don't need to go for walks Nah, nah, you don't need to uh eat eat good portioned food yeah (laughs) just here dog eat these twinkies and stay in stay in your cage yeah (laughs) <laughs> you would never do that. I hope if you would, yeah. we're going to fist fight, but you know. Or kids, right? Yeah. Ultimately, say your kid is super stressed at school. They got, you know, all these tests coming up. They're 13 years old and their girlfriend broke up with them or boyfriend or whatever. And um, you want to say, hey, st- first of all, I feel this stress, kiddo. Why don't you go ahead and cut out? everything that you, you you do for yourself you know you know how you you know oh, you come home and listen to your favorite album can't do um, that anymore for 30 minutes because it relaxes you stop that you know oh you go play play uh sports with your friends cut it out stop that Pfft. yeah it's just bad advice now they're just gonna be resentful yep they're gonna yeah have some extra time for for to study and they're gonna be like angry mm-hmm. <laughs> and unfocused and unproductive mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah I think something we also forget is that you can be busy and get nothing done too. And it's how well you use your time because, you know, like for a lot of people, you know, we don't have a traditional schedule, but for people that work a nine to five, Mm -hmm. how many hours out of your work day are you truly doing stuff? Yeah. And this isn't a knock. It's just, you know, you're stuck there for a period of time and you have no control over that. But how many people work, from the beginning of their shift to the end without stopping. You know, there's plenty of time to that you're like, I don't have anything to do. Or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you're just kind of putzing around because it doesn't matter when you get your stuff done. Um, so we can, or some people might get done in four hours. And they're yeah. like, yeah, I'm already done with my job. I got nothing to do. Um, so it, it's how well you use your time as well. 
um, not just, you know, how busy you are, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is the things we have no control over end up overwhelming us and push everything out else out, right? Because we end up dwelling on the no control. You know, so like the, you can watch the news and freak out um, other people's thoughts and actions. And then we have some control over things like our schedule, our health routine, our home environment, our support team. So these are the things you almost want to start to double down on. Well, wait a second. Let me really look at my schedule. Let me really look at my fitness routine. And maybe it does need dialing mm-hmm. back or dialing forward. Um, who's supporting me? Who, who's the team around me? Uh, and then ultimately the things you have your total control over, which is your priorities, your mindset, your actions, and your effort. So like Will was saying, a lot of times it's not that we need more time to do these other responsibilities. Maybe we can put in more effort in the time we already give them, right? Instead of just doubling back on our health routine, right? To create more time for this other thing when it ends up just being the same effort spread spread out, but now we're sacrificing ourselves. Yeah. It's all about quality. Mm-hmm. Quality over quantity for a lot of things, you know? Workouts, um, you know, how you spend your time, um, what you do, you know, do you scroll social media, do you not? Um, so thinking about that too, you know, quality of, of your workout could be like, how effective was I in getting all the right things done or how mm-hmm. much time did I spend just kind of like, and eh, just, you know, yeah, scrolling on my phone or doing a bunch of stuff that I didn't technically need to do. And that can apply to, you know, anything, you know, it could apply to how you cook. If you're spending two hours cooking dinner, there can be a way simpler option and you can spend that time better so you can have time elsewhere as well. Like, so realize where you can have that give and take um, somewhere in your day. Yep. And when it comes down to your specific workout, realize it's not so much even what are you getting out of that specific workout. Even if your mind's not there, again, it's that you're keeping that habit and that it does typically lead to your eating stays better, better than it would be with no exercise. And then again, that leads to good sleep, right? So it's this cascade of events and these habits, these keystone habits that you're keeping intact, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you just go and go through the motions two times a week, it's still powerful. Yeah. And that's, you know, we we really push that at at the gym um, with all of our our members in that showing up is probably the most important part in the long run. And I know there are probably some bros that disagree with me, and that's fine. But showing up is really number one. Whatever you have to offer for the day, like that's number two, whether that be like, this is going to be my best workout ever. I feel the best I've ever felt, or I'm literally just trying to check this box. I'm going to do the movements for the day and just give whatever I have and then leave, you know, and that's fine. And the consistency is really what matters over time for your, yeah, you know, your mental health, your physical health, all of that. Yeah. And having you know, your, your fitness, your health practices in place typically will make you feel more in control. Yes. And if you listen to our podcast with Amanda, you'll see for me, that's, that's like a main that's thing. That's you, man. Right. So in reality, if other responsibilities are going crazy, um, and I 
was to cut cut out self care, I would I'd be feeling wacky, right? No control. Dude, yes. And it's important again to realize like health, fitness, self care is like super all encompassing and a big spectrum. And when you knock out those keystone habits, it knocks out all those domino yeah, dominoes. Yeah, kind of kicking it. out a leg from underneath yeah. yourself, really. So, yeah, just check in with, you know, when you do hit a stressful situation or a busy period of the year. I know some people's work gets busy during certain times of the year. Um, you know, dialing back will probably help you, you know, maintain your sanity and your health through that stressful time better than stopping doing anything physical would. And I think it's just realizing that and not shutting down because a lot yeah. of times when we when any of us get overwhelmed it is easy to just shut off mm-hmm. right because then we don't have to deal with anything at all we just shut down i don't have to think about that i don't have to make a decision it's just done um but you know i think dialing back is is always going to be the way to go yeah and it's just realizing you need different you can't be 100 percent focused present quality for something for hours and hours on end, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you dial back, and we have an episode on this of kind of like minimum effective dose, but even if you go back to, I'm going to do two 45-minute walks a week, the, obviously it's walking, right? It's not like you're going to end up in the Olympics, but the important thing is you are putting aside this block of time for yourself, and that's going to be help give you a sense of control and maybe then, again, keep the dominoes standing up so that now your nutrition doesn't fall and mm-hmm. your sleep doesn't fall. And you're, you're, again, taking this self-care and this time to recharge and re-energize and kind of maintain that control. Yeah, because you still have a movement practice. It's just shifted a little yeah. bit, right? You're walking, you know. Um, where, where it may have been lifting weights before, you're still at least doing something. And carving out that time. Carving out the time for yourself, which is, I think, probably the most yeah. important aspect of this for, you know, the the long term. Yeah, it's a recharge, you know. And then you can be at your best when you're doing the, your other responsibilities in life. Because mm-hmm. taking care of yourself is a responsibility. And again, we may be biased, but it's the <laughs> most important one because I agree. it helps you be at your best for every thing else so there we go don't forget about yourself to parlay off of our prioritizing priorities prioritizing i think it was a good little slide from last episode to this one Mm -hmm. and now we know we gotta in the future do marketing no what's the one we came up with early on we gotta write it down we're gonna listen i'm gonna listen to the the (laughs) thing the good thing i go through and listen to it we'll be all right man we'll figure it out all right well that's that's what we got today for you yeah just a quick little snippet a little snack hopefully it hits home yeah and hopefully it's just a good reminder for for everybody that when times do get a little tough or feel crazy you know you can still maintain what you're doing um even if you gotta slow it down a little bit Mm -hmm. oh yeah it was food marketing food marketing Yeah. yeah when you said marketing i was thinking of like what is this, a business Ads. podcast? <laughs> like, are we going to do a Facebook ad podcast? Yes. Marketing, We're just going to pivot to a yeah. completely new podcast. Food marketing. Nah, so. that'll be an it. I, I think that one will need a lot of research, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're out there buying Twinkies <laughs> so we can take pictures of the labels. Uh, research. It, this is research. 
gluten-free snacks, yeah. some keto snacks. A steak with gluten-free on the packaging. They do have that. Some All right. Some people don't know. Well, as always, thanks for listening. Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Bye. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.